Welcome to the Conscious Business Leader Show. I'm Anna Choi, founder and CEO of Conscious Business Coaching, helping high achieving business leaders prevent burnout to grow in flow. Our firm empowers the next generation of global leaders who will cause a tipping point in elevating humanity's consciousness. Join us for the end of the show, where we'll reveal how you can be our next guest on one of the fastest growing business inspiration podcasts on the planet in 15 to 20 minutes. Ready? Let's go. So right now we have Catherine Mora of Change Empire Books with us. How are you doing, Mora? All right, Catherine. I'm good. I'm good. It's 7.30 in the morning over here. Nice and early. Well, I'm glad you're with us nice and early and still spending some time. So please share the story of how you got to where you are today with Change Empire Books. Yeah, well, I mean, I was always an avid reader from the age of about five when my sister taught me to read. And uh, through school, I was always a reader and a writer and that sort of thing. And English was my best subject. Uh, I was always getting up at five in the morning to read before school. So I was definitely always a book lover. And then I ended up writing my own book. And my first book was actually a novel because lots of people had said to me, you should write a book about your life because I'd done a lot of traveling and Mm -hmm. crazy different things. So that book actually did really well, but the process of getting there was very long and I learned a lot about writing schedules, how to write. I learned about the editing process. I learned about pitching agents. I learned about advertising, publicity, like all of those things. And my professional background was actually in marketing and media for 15 years. So I ended up studying coaching, trying to get a coaching business off the ground and eventually worked with a business coach who looked at my background and said, why don't you help people market their books? We tweaked that a little bit and I ended up helping people write the first draft of their book. And that was a few years ago now. And since then, it's gone from just me helping people write that first draft, Mm -hmm. learning what was working, what people wanted, what extra support people wanted. And now I have a team of 15 and we do all the editing, design, publishing and everything right through to having it for sale and launching it and beyond. So yeah, um, we've grown, I've grown a lot over that time. Yeah. So are there specific genres that you all cover or what, what fits for you as far as when it comes to clients? Yeah. So only nonfiction. Look, I have helped with a few children's books and with a novel and it's because mm-hmm. I believe in those particular projects, but generally just uh, self-help business sort of related books and memoir. So all under that nonfiction banner. Okay, so I've like had a little bit of knowledge as far as how the literary agency, literal agencies go and everything, um, literature. So what is the difference is between what you do and then, you know, other agencies? I know sometimes the agency won't help necessarily with the marketing. It's more just getting the book out there. So where is it that you fit in that's different? So... Well, up until now, it's been this process of adding things on, adding things on, adding things on. Mm-hmm. Um, I think what makes us different to a lot of other kind of book coaches or book places, what has made a difference up till now is really our approach to quality because there's a lot of people out there who are doing the sort of dictate a book in a weekend approach. Uh-huh. Um, I'm the opposite of that. I'm more spend several months writing and, mm-hmm. and then edit three times, like you edit and then have other people's feedback and then professional edit three times. So we're into the high-end quality uh, as much as we can be. And what we're doing now, I guess, where we're moving into mm-hmm. is I want to turn authors into thought leaders because I found a, a gap in the market was that people are getting their books out and then they don't really know what to do with them. Right. And even when I was giving people a lot of marketing advice because I have a marketing background, 
I think people still struggled with it. I introduced people to publicists and different mm-hmm. things, but I think that gap is taking the book and propelling your profile to that expert thought leader kind of status. Okay. So our new program is really all about, yes, you do the book. It's a 12-month program. Mm-hmm. Yes, you do the book, but then there's all these experts come in and work with them. How do you create yeah. a speaking career? Mm-hmm. How do you leverage the book with funnels and courses? You know, how do you get media and podcast interviews? So, yeah, it's okay. I think where people really grasp the book and go with it. Mm-hmm. And it sounds like a great gap to fill because I know that's what happens. People write a book, they have their sales, like, okay, now what do I do? Yeah. <laughs> now, now I'm here and I can say I'm an author, but what's next? And it sounds like you're really able to make it have them have a career afterwards and have other steps to follow. Exactly. That's, that's what we're going for. So I'm really excited about that the new program. Yeah, it's very, very exciting. And so I'm curious, like you said, you want to turn people into leaders. And so what does being a conscious business leader mean to you? I think there's a a number of aspects and people, I think, feel uncomfortable with the idea of being called a thought leader in a way, because they'll say, oh, I'm not a thought leader. You know, I know that's something that I said to my old mentor. Mm. I said, that's embarrassing to even say that I think I'm a thought leader, right? Mm -hmm. Um, I think it's a bit like when you're eccentric. If someone's eccentric, they don't know that they am. So they they don't know that they are. So maybe if you're a thought leader, you don't even call yourself one, but other people do. But I think it's, you know, integrity in your service Mm -hmm. and believing in your own view of a topic being valid Mm -hmm. and knowing that it can help people because I think you lead other people when you live by what you're saying and you also believe in what you're saying and how it can help others. And I think that authenticity, it's such an overused word, but authenticity and integrity in just saying what you feel and what you believe and not overthinking how it's going to be perceived all the time. And really, you can create being a thought leader, I think, through, you know, following certain processes and getting yourself out there. Absolutely. And so getting a little deeper into that, what is your advice to anyone who hears this concept of a thought leader? And like you said, like, I don't consider myself that. That's nothing. Like, what is your advice for people to kind of make that transformation? I think that if you think about all the people that we all look up to as thought leaders, you know, um, you know, Simon Sinek, Brene Brown, Gabby Bernstein, mm-hmm. there's a lot of people, you know, depending what you're into. I think that, you know, they all started with no book, no profile, no audience or anything. And I think that it takes someone getting a little bit of recognition from a client or something saying, wow, that really helped. And taking that on board and saying, wow, what I know really can help people. And just building, like everybody started with nothing and Mm -hmm. no platform. So building from helping one person, helping your one-on-one clients, helping small groups, and just really embracing the fact that you can change the world. Mm -hmm. I've had a, I had a client who has done extremely well with her book. And when she came to me, and she's just written her second book with me, actually. And when she came to me for the first one, she said, I've got something to say and it's going to change the damn world. Yes, the energy. (laughs) Yeah, and she really, and, you know, she's someone who believes in the law of attraction and manifestation and she said, if I believe it to be so and I really get behind it, it will work. And people are so drawn to her because she says, what you're doing is totally going to work out. Right. You know, if you desire it, it's going to happen. And, And it has really served her well, you know, in just believing in it. Right. You have to. Otherwise, it doesn't mean anything anyways. If you believe in it, it shows its, you know, its results later. Like you said, she manifested amazing things. And I'm glad to hear that it has a second book. That's great. 
Yeah, and look, she's got a great framework, so it is based on something that really does work. Right. Um, but, yeah, it's just believing in it and just going out on a limb and saying, this is the life that I desire and I'm really going to help people. Yes, and I love that. And so with that thought, with those mindsets, how do you take care of yourself and keep yourself in that high performance with that energy and just continue to serve? Um, I'll be honest, I'm not the best at that at all times. Um, I understand. <laughs> because I'm someone who will, if something's on my mind at 2am, I'll just jump up onto my computer and just mm-hmm. start working to get it out. But I'm working on, I'm a work in progress. Um, I think I have to remind myself sometimes, sometimes it doesn't come naturally. I have to remind myself how far I've come, how many people's dreams I've helped, you know, achieve and how I'm here, like my higher purpose is to educate, inspire and change the lives of readers one mm-hmm. book at a time. Mm-hmm. And I really believe the world needs more beautiful books. Um, oh, I feel a bit emotional all of a sudden saying oh. that. I really love books and I think because books genuinely change lives. Yes. And people write to you years after you've published saying, oh, my gosh, that book was amazing, you really helped mm-hmm. me. Um, and that really inspires me and I just want to see more books out there. So I think that always keeps me going when I have moments of doubt that we are really on the road to always doing something wonderful. Yes, and I think the power of books too, it's like it's forever. It's not like a little episode or something you have to go find. Like you can just have that book forever and continue to learn from it and continue to learn from that person, especially if they continue to put out more books. It's so powerful. Absolutely. And and there's so much you can do with the book as well. But, you know, and a little bit of sleep um, does help with staying, <laughs> keeping your energy yeah, just a little. Up. I'm right. working on that one. <laughs> that's my, yeah, that's mine too. It's like, yeah, I probably should get a little bit more. So, <laughs> yeah. so what is your favorite energy practice? And you said, okay, so we could have a little bit more sleep, but something that you do uh, well, what would that be as far as just to keep yourself zen and calm? <laughs> yeah, I do have different meditations and affirmations okay. I listen to. One of my clients uh, actually has a book called F-Bomb Affirmations, uh, which is <laughs> of science behind why that amplifies your affirmations I've bought recordings from her that are all like groovy music and they have all of these affirmations on them I listen to those I listen to more zen affirmations or Mm -hmm. meditations at times um I do things like walking meditation while I'm walking my dog along the water but uh there's yeah there's a number of different little things that I do I have another client with something called resistance and and they have an energy practice where it's sort of something to do with clapping your hands and doing this. Like, okay. <laughs> but it's, it's in a particular stance, yeah. you know. It's like, yeah, there's little things that I do and I think getting out into nature is something that restores me. I don't do as much of it as I could. I'm at my desk a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, and I guess reading, listening to great podcasts and, and reading great books by people who I really admire, that mm-hmm. always helps me as well. Absolutely. And so also I'm curious, where did the name come from? Why did you go with Change Empire? What is What was that choice for? Um, it's funny because initially this was when I had the coaching business before I specialized in books. And part of it, to be honest, came down to domain name availability. Everything <laughs> I thought of, everything I thought of was taken because it was at that time just general coaching. Mm -hmm. And then I was thinking, what is it that people want? They want to change their lives and they want to build their empire. Right. So it sort of was change your life, build your empire, change empire. And uh, and then when I focused on books, I changed it to write your book, build your empire. But I just went, oh, well, it's, 
I'm, I'm, run, I'm running with it now. <laughs> well, I think it's because I think if nothing true. else, it sparks a little curiosity, like change empire. It has to do with books. I want to know more. So yeah. it's working in your favor. So of course, I'm curious, what is your vision for the next three to five years for change empire books? Because our new fo- our focus is really now on sort of creating thought leaders, I really want to see my authors up on stage, you know, doing their TED Talks and, you know, being in the media, being asked to be on panels and expert opinions and, and seeing them impact the lives of the people they can help. So I'm like a proud mum. Yes. Um, or a mom, as you guys would say. I'm like a proud mother who just, I love seeing them out there achieving as well. And I want to do the same as well. So, you know, I'll be the thought leader talking about thought leaders. Um, so, yeah, I see a lot of, and I think three to five years is going to go so quickly yes. that, you know, the new program and then the people implementing everything. So that's already going to take a couple of years. So I think a few years of growth in that regard would be amazing. Absolutely. And so you have your website, changeempire.com. Are there any other platforms anywhere else our listeners should go to to learn more about you, Catherine, or just about Change Empire books in general? Yeah, so um, I'm Change Empire Book Coaching on Instagram and Facebook. I occasionally uh, go through phases of using Instagram um, and uh, and fa- our Facebook page. We're now working on a lot more mm-hmm. and uh, LinkedIn as well, Catherine Mora. Um, you're welcome to come join me there. Wonderful. Catherine Moore of Change Empire Books. I think you're going to create more change as we go ahead. Thank you so much for your time today and for joining us. Thanks so much, Gab. See you soon. Thanks for listening to the Conscious Business Leader Podcast. If you're a conscious business leader or entrepreneur who would like to be on the program, please visit annasunchoy.com slash apply. Now, if you got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone, text it to a friend, or post it on the socials. And if you do that, tag us with the hashtag conscious business leader. Now, can you also hook us up now to your podcast player and just give us a thumbs up or a rating and review. Your feedback helps us better empower that next generation of global leaders to cause a tipping point in elevating humanity's consciousness through being a loving presence. While you're at it, hit the subscribe button. You know why? Because each week you're going to be inspired and energized 15 minutes a day. My name is Anna Choi. Let's connect on the socials. You'll find all the stuff we're doing at AnnaSunChoi.com. Thanks for listening and thank you for being a part of the Conscious Business Leader Movement.